Five lines from the bottom on Hayam at base. Tanurabanan. The Gemara here is going to discuss the Maitzim Rishusayachad Rishusarabim, the Malacha Vaitzah, and specifically in the next half of Ahmed, we're going to discuss a situation where a person didn't go directly from Rishusayachad to Rishusarabim. The Malacha generally is done when you went directly. What happens if he took a break in between? Meaning, he went from Rishusayachad into a Carmelis, which is a place which is not Rishusayachad and not Rishusarabim. We're going to learn about that today as well. And then from there, from the Carmelis, he continued into the Rishusarabim. Is that the Malacha of Haitzah as well, or no? Because he made that break with the Carmelis in between, so once he made that break, he broke up the Malacha into two, and now he's not over. Let's see the Galashon of the Gemara. Toner we learned in Abraisa. Ha-Moitzi mechanus le-Platya. A person takes out an item from a storefront, from a store, into a Platya. A Platya is a large plaza, which is a Rishus HaRabim. Okay, the word Platya and Plaza actually probably come from the same root. Derech stav, and he takes it through a stav, which is an area, which is an area of a Carmelist. Right in front of the store, there was this sort of elevated area where a person or the people, the storekeepers, had benches there where you could sit there, or on the benches they were able to place their items to present to the public to see what they're selling. So that stav <coughs> is this area between the store and the Rishusarabim. It's not part of the Rishusarabim because the whole the, the rabbim that's walking in the street cannot enter in that area. It's not a Rosh like the store which has the enclosure of the walls that make it a Rosh So therefore it's not, it's in between. It's called a Carmelis. So he walked through this stuff going into the Rosh rabbim. What's the Allah? Chayiv. The Tanakhama says he's Chayiv for Hitzah. Even though he walked through the stuff. Ubenazai Paiter. Benazai says, no, since he did not go directly from Rosh to Rosh rabbim. There's the stuff in between, which is a Carmelis, he's Potter. So the Gemara explains the argument. This is well understood. What Ben Azai's opinion is, is understood. Why? Ben Azai's opinion is, This is a Chiddush of Ben Azai. While a person walks, it's like he's standing in one place. What does that mean? If a person, for example, takes five steps, Every step he's taking, he's putting his feet down. He's not jumping from one place to another. Every step you take, you have to put your feet down in order to be able to take you to the next step. So therefore, if you've made five steps, so there was five hanoches, an akiris, five times where you settled yourself down and you continued next step, next step. Each step you take, you're, you're stopping and going, stopping and going. That's the nature of walking. So therefore, the person came from the Rishus HaYachid, and that's where he began, that was where the Hanukkah was, he uprooted the item, came into the stove, and he's walking <coughs> through the stove, but he's, when he's walking, he's also stopping. So he stopped in the stove, so he placed the item down in the stove, a Carmelist, from there he continued to the Rosh Hashanah, so he didn't go directly from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. The Taisus asks that question, so that L'chayda, according to the Ben Azai, the Isser of Maver Dal Damas Rosh Hashanah, which is uh, Issa that's learned out the halacha lemoishim misinai that you're not allowed to carry four amos and shusarabim according to Benazai. Anytime you carry four amos and shusarabim, if you're walking, you're walking, stopping, walking, stopping. The nature of walking itself is that you're constantly stopping. So how uh, how do we apply this to dal dams shusarabim? So Tesis over here says according to Benazai, he brings from the Yerushalmi that asks this question and he says that according to Benazai, you're gonna have to say that mishkachas lo bekoifitz. If a person jumped four Amos into the Rishus 
So there's a famous word that the Welt says, I think they said the shame uh, the anacle of Rabbi Kiva Eger, his name was Rabbi Label Eger, he became a chassid. So he said, what is Taisus talking about? Kaifitz, a person's jumping for Amazon and Shusarab, that's a pretty large uh, jump. What was this person doing? He says, what do you mean what he was doing? He was taking his lulav in the morning to go out and he gave a jump to go do the mitzvah. The marshal. That's when the person gave a jump. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> okay, but he's just giving a dogma that a person had a psachayis and something. <coughs> yeah. That's one answer Taisus says. Another point Taisus says is that it's a ha-hilchas gemiri law. It's a halacha l'mayishimisinai. According to Benazai, logically, you should not be over because you're constantly stopping. It's not a malacha that's been done in one, in one hemshech. But this is, that's the halacha l'mayishimisinai. Even if you're constantly stopping, without jumping, you're still over. It's the second answer of Taisus. Okay, so this is Benazai's opinion. However, according to the Rabbanon, nami, even if we will, will understand that it would be true, the Kesavriya, that their opinion is, a person that's walking is not considered that he's stopping constantly because he's in constant motion. Right. So therefore he's walking, he's not stopping. So that we understand, he disagrees with Benazai's premise of how to define walking. But the question still remains something else. We know when it comes to all the Malachas and Shabbos, you're only over if it's done the way it was done in the Mishkan. So the question is over here, this person passed through a Carmelist, this is not the way it was done in the Mishkan. In the Mishkan, they went from Rishus Yachet to Rishus That's the source of the Malacha. Where is there an example, whether in the Mishkan or in any other case of any of the Malachas of Hoytzah, that we see that Yechayev, when you walk through a space of a Carmelist, which is not Rishus Yachet and not Rishus that space you walk through, is a Carmelist, is a Mokim Ptur. It's totally Potter. So you have to have an example for this. To be mechayev. It's not enough just to say that you walk through and you didn't stop there. But still, the, the form of the malach is not the same. It's not direct. You did walk through another space. All right, so Tesis explains that really this is a question also according to Benazai. The Gemara should have, could have brought this up to explain Benazai's opinion. The Gemara didn't have to say, Benazai holds this chiddish that mahalach ka'aymed, that a person that's walking, he's constantly stopping. The Gemara could have just simply said, Ben Azai holds, there's no source for the Malacha being done in this form. So Taisa says, that what the Gemara is saying is, even if you will find a source for the Malacha being done in this form, the Gemara is going to now go through various different options to find a source for the Malacha being done in this way, and eventually the Gemara will find a source. Even if you do find a source, Ben Azai still holds that it's a problem because the person is constantly stopping. Mashaykh, and according to the Rabbonon, where is there a source of the malacha being done with this interruption of entering through the Carmelis? So the first option the Gemara tries is as follows. This could be a, compared to a person that's moving an item in the Rishusarabim for Amis, which is also an Isser on Shabbos, as we just spoke about. So Hossam, in that case, if you're moving it for Amos, Lav, isn't it true? Ah, If a person walked with it for Amos, and he doesn't stop by the end of four Amos and put down, puts it down right there, continues walking, a fifth Amos, a sixth Amos, continues going. So he continues holding it, Potter. So that continued space that he's going is not part of the Malacha because it's already past that requirement of four Amos to create the Malacha. 
and he continues walking and he's holding it, then he would be potter. When he places it down wherever he is, a fifth amr, a sixth amr, a seventh amr that he was walking, he becomes chayiv. So he walked four amas, which is the space of the malacha. He added another two amas, which is not the space that's needed for the malacha. That's an added part which he's potter for. Because it doesn't, it's not an additional four amas, it's just two amas. And then he puts it down there and he's chayiv. So what do I see here? We could use this for, as an example for a person that did a malacha, then added a part which is a, a potter part, and then he put it down. And still he's chayiv. So you see that even if you made an interruption of a part which is potter, you're still chayiv. Placeful says here, the Gemara could have said the exact same example for a person that's moving, moving something from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. A person went from Rishus HaYachet to Rishus HaRabim, so he could either put it down immediately as he enters into the Rishus HaRabim, and he's Chayev, or he continues walking a little bit, and then he puts it down. When he continues walking a little bit in the Rishus HaRabim, that's not part of the Malacha. The Malacha was transferring it from the Rishus HaYachet to the Rishus HaRabim. So even if he didn't put it down immediately, he continues walking a little bit, and then he puts it down, he'll still be Chayev. So I see the same point. That even if a person makes an interruption in his malacha with a part that's not a necessary component to the malacha, he's still chayiv. So we could say the same thing over here. He walked through the Carmelis, which is not a necessary component to the malacha, and he's still chayiv. So the Gemara says, <coughs> no, me dummy. How could you compare? It's not the same thing. Hasam, in the case of the person that was walking four Amis and continued walking a bit more, kol de monachlei, Wherever he places it down, it is a Makim Chiyuv. Hacha over here, however, What would happen if the person would have stopped in this Carmelis? And he would have put it down right there. Makim this is a place which you potter. He's walking through a place that if he would have dropped it down right over there, it's a Makim Ptur. So he's not stopped interrupting with a part which is not a necessary component of the Malacha. He's walking through a space which Bechlal doesn't enter into the category of Rishus HaYachad or Rishus HaRabim. It's a Mokim Ptur. That's a much bigger interruption in the Malacha. So how can you compare the two? Elo, so the Gemara tries another uh, comparison. Midi, maybe we can, make the, uh, we can bring a source for this interruption in the following way. Let's look at the actual moving an item in Rosh Hashanah from the beginning of Dal Ramas to the end of Dal Ramas. Hasam, in that case, Lav, isn't it true? Potter. What happens? It's only if you move the item for Amas. If a person moves an item to Amas, places it down. Another two Amas, places it down. And this he continues going, two amas, only two amas at a time. So if you place it down in the middle, then you'd be potter. Hmm. But if he continues going and he places it down at the end of Dal Ramas and does the whole malacha at once, then chayev, he'll be chayev. So can't we say the same thing over here as well? This is not, it's not, no, no different. Just like over there, when you're moving it four amas, if you stopped in the middle, that would make you potter. Over here as well, if you stop in the middle in the stove, that would make you potter. So I compare the two and say, but if you did the full malacha from beginning till the end, you're chayef. Again, the Gemara says, no, me dummy, how could you compare the two? Hasam, in the case of a person moving an item, four ames, for the duration of four ames, for the malacha that this person is doing, if he stops in the middle in two ames, that would be a place that he would be potter for the act of the malacha that he's doing. But the Kulama, what can 
It's a Rishus Arabim. It's a regular Rishus Arabim that for anybody else, in any of the space of the Rishus Arabim, if you carry in it, you be chayiv. It's not a Mokim Ptur. Over here though, Over here we're dealing with a person that's passing through a space that's a Mokim Ptur. That's a much bigger interruption in the Malacha. So the question still remains, do we have a source for such a kind of a Malacha done in this way? Hello, so now the Gemara tries a third option. <coughs> this could be compared to a person that's taking an item from Rishus HaYachet into the Rishus HaRabim, and he walks through the sides of Rishus HaRabim. What are Tzidei Rishus HaRabim? Just like you have today. The street doesn't come all the way up to the door of the house. Well, today things are built differently with a sidewalk and with a porch and with other things that separate from the street and the house. But even then, when they didn't have buildings and houses the way it is today, there was just tents, but you didn't go straight from the tent into the street. There was the tents or whatever was built on the side of the roads. And then there's an area called Sidei Rishus Rabim where the Rabim did not enter and, and travel in that space. And then there's the actual Rishus Rabim itself. Sort of, a, sort of a little front yard that to separate between the street and the house. That, those Sidei Rishus is also a Mokim Ptur, It's not part of the Rishus HaYachet, it doesn't have that enclosure. It's not part of the Rishus HaRabim, the Rabim does not travel there, they only remain in the street. So that space in between, Sidei Rishus So if you carry from your tent into the street and you're going through Sidei Rishus you're going through a Mokim Ptur. So this is not only regarding a storefront, and the plaza that's in front, and you go through that space in between where there are benches, where the person puts his merchandise, but it's by every house when you come out. So Tesis over here explains, what's the Gemara doing with, with bringing this source? The Gemara is saying the assumption is that this is the way it was in the times by the Mishkan as well, by the Midbar and the Mishkan with the Yidin when they were camping in the Midbar, so there were tents. There were streets in between the tents for the people to walk through. And the assumption is that if every house today has Tzidei Rishus Arabim, where people don't come all the way up to your door, that's the way it was by the Mishkan as well. Side mm-hmm. gate to the actual Mishkan, the streets and the, 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 the places where people traveled outside of the Mishkan, people didn't walk all the way up to the walls of the Mishkan. There was a space around the Mishkan that were Tzidei Rishus Arabim, and then there was the actual street where people walked. So this is the way the malacha was done in the Midbar. So therefore it applies to any case, the, the case that we spoke about before as well. Hosom, is it not true? If you place the item down into the Tzidei Rishus Arabim, you're going to be potter. It's not a Rishus Yachid and it's not a Rishus Arabim. If he continues walking and puts it down into the Rishus Arabim, So over here as well, the case that we spoke about, going from the store into the plaza, through the place where the benches are, it should also be the same thing, that you did a full malacha. Yeah, so this is the source. Mask of Lord Pope, but if Pope has a question on this, this is a good source according to the Rabbanon. The Omri, because Rabbanon's opinion is, the size of the Rishus Arabim, where the Rabbim does not travel, is not part of the Rishus Arabim. Rabbi Yaakov's opinion is, even the size of the Rishus Arabim, also have a halacha like the Rishus Arabim itself. Why does Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov hold this? 
because during uh, rush hour, when things get very, very busy, so then the people in the street do spill over even into the sides of the Rishos Rabbim. So it is used sometimes by the Rabbim to travel through. So according to Rabbi Yazid ben Yaakov, even the Tzidah Rishos Rabbim is part of the Rishos Rabbim. So we don't have a source for the Malacha being done in this way. When did he say that the size of the Rishos Rabbim are part of the Rishos Rabbim? If there are no Chifufi, Chifufi are sort of these little pegs that were placed in that area to prevent the Rabbim of traveling there. So if you don't have those pegs there, preventing people from coming all the way up to the doors of the houses or the tents, so then the, the rush hour time, the traffic spills over there. But where there are pegs placed down on the, on the, on the ground over there to not allow the Rabbim to enter there, does, does Rabbi Yazim Yaakov say even in such a case that it's going to be part of the Rishos Rabbim? Hilkoch Loho Damya. That's the case we're comparing it to. And the Rishayim say that the assumption of the Gemara is, this is the way it was by the Mishkan. Even though it doesn't say it anywhere in the Gemara, Befetish or in Chomish for sure not. But this, the, the assumption of the Gemara is that around the Mishkan, there were these pegs that were laid out for the Rabbim not to just travel right up to the door of the Mishkan, up to the walls of the Mishkan. And if a person carries from the Mishkan outside through that area, that's the Malach of Eitzah. So since that's the way it was done by the Mishkan, we can learn out today as well, if you carry from the store into the plaza through this area of a Carmelis, you're going to be Chayev. That's Benazi's opinion. So now based on this, the Gemara explains, Rabbi Yechenen said, Umayde ben Azai bezayrik. Ben Azai will agree to the opinion of the Rabbanon or the Tanakama if a person is throwing an item from Rishus Yachid to the Rishus Rabbim through this Mokim Ptur. The opinion of Ben Azai was based on the fact that while he's walking, every time you walk, you're stopping. So therefore, you stopped in that area. But if you threw it and it didn't land, you just threw it through the, the Mokim Ptur, Ben Azai would agree. Tanya Nami Hachi will learn this in stuff. If you're taking something out of the store into the plaza through the stuff, Chayev, then you'll be Chayev, and the Tanakhama adds, Echad HaMaitzi, Echad HaMachnes, whether you're going out, whether you're coming in, and Echad HaZayrik, Echad HaMaishet, whether you're throwing it or handing it over, and you're going through this stuff, which is a Mokim Ptur. Ben Benazay argues and says, HaMaitzi, Machnes, Potter. If you walk out or come in, so because you are walking, while you're walking, you're stopping, so you're Potter. HaMaishet, HaZayrik, but if you handed it through, or... You threw it through the stove, so then you're going to be chayev because it did not stop in this area. That's the end of this Indian. Now, the Gemara starts with a new Indian and it, it presents the Dalad Rishuyas to Shabbos. There are four different domains for Shabbos. There's Rishus Hayachid, there's Rishus Arabim, there's a Carmelis, there's a Malkiptur. The Gemara here will bring a Braisa which will define what these four domains are. And the, the next about four blots or so. Three and a half blot until the Tesamud Beis, the Gemara will explain the Dalad Rishuyas of Shabbos. Rishus Hayachid, Rishus Harabim, Carmelis, and Makkah Torah. It goes in this order? No, I don't know. Zakh the Gemara, Tanar Abana, we learned in Abraisit. Dalad Rishuyas to Shabbos. There are four different Rishuyas in Shabbos. Rishus Hayachid, Rishus Harabim, Carmelis, and Makkah Torah. The first thing the Braisa addresses is what is a Rishus Hayachid? So the Basic gives a few examples. Charitz, 
a ditch in the ground, that's deep, ten tvachim, and wide, four tvachim. So it has an enclosure of the earth around it, so therefore it's a Rishusayachid. Vechain, similar, Geder, a wall, or really, it's not really so much of a regular wall, but it's sort of a platform, Shu Yud, which is tall, ten Tvachim, Verach of and is wide, four by four Tvachim. So that's also a Rishusayachid, a platform off the ground, even though it doesn't have an enclosure of walls around it. So for this, there's a halacha which Rashi brings, and we're going to see it in the Gemara, which is called Gud Asik Mechitzta. Gud Asik means the edges of these walls that are below this platform. We consider it as if it's above, surrounding the platform that the person is standing on top of. The, the entire wall is as if it's raised up and surrounding the person. Gud, Gud means a wall, Asik, I raise up as if it's surrounding the person. So therefore a platform, ten tvachim high and four tvachim wide is also a Rishus HaYachid. Zuhi Rishus HaYachid Gemura. This is a complete Rishus HaYachid. The Gemara will explain why it has to add these words, Rishus HaYachid Gemura. The Rishayim say that this Braiseir is only telling me the, the Chiddush, the unusual case of Rishus HaYachid. The regular standard case of Rishus HaYachid, it doesn't even bother saying because that's Poshet. What's the standard case of Rishus HaYachid? A person's private property which has an enclosure, which has a fence around it, that's ten tfachim high. That's the standard of Shusayachid, obvious. The Braise didn't say it. Weiter, it says, Veizui, Rishusarabim. What is Rishusarabim? Sratye, Uplatye. Sratye is, a, is a, a highway that goes from one city to another. A platye, Gedeila, is an open plaza, which we mentioned before. Umuvois amufaloshin. Muvois amufaloshin are street, are, are city streets. But these are city streets that are open from one end to the other end. They are open, there's the highway that goes from one city to another city, and these are the streets that runs through the entire city and is open from both ends going into this highway. That's Sratya Gedela. These are the three Different options of Rishus and the Brais again says Rishus Arabim Gemura. The Gemara will explain. A might see him Rishus Yachad Zul Rishus Arabim Zul. You're not allowed to carry from Rishus Yachad to the Rishus Arabim. They machnisim Rishus Arabim Zul Rishus Yachad Zul, and you're also not allowed to bring in from the Rishus Arabim to the Rishus Yachad. Vim hoitzi vehichnis if you did b'shaygig if it was done b'shaygig chayiv chatas b'meizid if it was done b'meizid without a warning onish kares and if it was done with edim and a warning v'niskal then the skila. Now, now there's a Carmelus, the third domain. Aval, Yam, the sea, Bika, an open valley of fields. Istavonis, the Istavonis is what we spoke about before, that area in front of the stores where there are benches. Veha Carmelus and the Carmelus, the Gemara will soon explain why the Gemara says Carmelus separately. These are places that don't have the proper enclosure for Rishusayachid. On the other hand, they don't have, it's not a place that's open for the public to walk through. So therefore, it's not a Rishusayachid and it's not a Rishusayachid. Minatayra, these places are called a Makim Ptur. And therefore, if you carry from a Rishusayachid into this place, you're totally Potter. If you carry from there into a Rishusayachid, you're totally Potter. Rabbanan made a since these places are open and have some resemblance to the openness of Rishusayachid, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be carrying in it and you shouldn't carry from it. You may not carry four Amis in it. 
If you did carry in it, then potter. You are potter. It's only You may not carry from it to a Rishus HaRabim. Not from the Rishus HaRabim into it. You're not allowed to carry from a Rishus HaYachid into it. And not from it into a Rishus HaYachid. And if you did, you are potter. I mentioned, I think already a few days ago, most of the private streets over here have the halacha of a Carmelis and not of Rishus HaRabim. And the Issa to carry from your house into the street is Midrabanan because of this Gzeira of Carmelis. Even though it's open to Eastern Parkway, which Eastern Parkway has it, then Rishus HaRabim, Ashkenaz, no? Love Dafke. Love Dafke, and it's not direct. It's not. Well, we'll see soon about the six hundred thousand, but it's not directly open. Let's see. Let, let's go weiter. Chatzera is shor rabim. You have a chotzer with the rabim. So this is um, not mamish directly. This is not another category of uh, of the four rishuyos, but this is another gzeirim the Since it's speaking about a karmelis, which is gzeirim the rabbanon, this is another gzeira. The way the houses were built in those days were there was one large courtyard. And then you had houses that were open to one large courtyard. So everybody shared the same chatzar. So the chatzar is shal rabim. The chatzaras that are being shared by many houses that are open to this one courtyard. Or umuvois she'enan mufuloshin. Streets that only have one exit, one opening going out, but the other one is enclosed. Because right, all these houses were built open to one courtyard behind the houses, but then you had all these houses that were in this one street, this dead-end street, that only has one opening and it's enclosed from three sides. Irvu mutarin, if there's an of made, then it's mutter to carry there. Loi irvu asurim, and if without an of, you can't carry there. So the, this is what's called a ruve chatseres, or shitufe muvois, when everybody uh, together is mishtatif, partners in food that's placed in one location and then since the, the life of a person depends upon food so wherever he puts down that food that's the place where he's living so now everyone partners in the same space where they live and then everyone is allowed to carry in the in the mavoi uh, or in the chatzar which, which is uh, owned by many people together this is the gzair of chazal okay now it gets back to the dal de shuyes here's the last one which is the makayim p'tur adam oimit al skupa. A person stands at the askupa, which is basically the um, entrance, a door, doorstep. What's the huh? The threshold of his house. Okay, now this threshold is also, it's outside of the enclosure of the Rishus HaYachid, but it's not yet in the street of the Rishus HaRabim, but this is not going to qualify for a Carmelist because it's a space that's less, it's less than Dalit al-Dalit. If it's less than Dalit al-Dalit Tfachim, it does not have the minimum space of re- required for the Gzair of Chazal for a Karmelis. So he's standing on the threshold of his house. So standing there, Neitomi Balabayis, he could take anything from the Balabayis that's in the Rishus HaYachid into this space, that's a Mokim Ptor. Or he can give it to him. He can take anything from the Oni and he can give it to the Oni. He should not be that person. He could be that intermediary to pass through. Because the Balabais gives him and he's in a Mokim Tor. So there's no Issa done there. Then he passes it to the Oni. There's no Issa done there. But there's a Gzaida that you should not do that. You shouldn't take from the Balabais and give it to the Oni. Or may Oni vinoisin la Balabais. But if the Oni did use this person on the threshold to pass it over to the Balabais, all three of them are Potter. 
So this is the askupa, which is a space between Rishus Yachad and Rishus Rabbim. It does not have the minimum space of Dalat al Dalat Fachim, and therefore it's a Mokim Ptor. The opinion of the Achayrim is, is Skupa Mishameshes Beis Rishuyais. <coughs> and Askupa can be one of two Rishuyais. If the door is open, Kilifnim. Then it has the Allah like Rishus Yachid. Not all, if the door is locked, Kilichutz. Then it's going to have the Din like Rishus Rabbim. So his opinion is, Achayrim say, it depends. Sometimes it'll be part of the Rishus Yachid, sometimes it'll be part of the Rishus Rabbim. If this skupa is tall, ten tfachim, and it's also wide for tfachim, then it's a rishus yachid for itself. This is pashit. The Gemara will later explain what exactly the Gemara is saying here. This is the end of the b'raisa of the four rishuyes. Now the Gemara is going to go through piece by piece to explain what exactly the b'raisa was saying here regarding these four rishuyes. Amama, we learned in this b'raise, Zui that these are the cases that are Rishusayachid. Why does the b'raise have to say that? Lamutemai. It already said right before, in the beginning it says, What is a Rishusayachid? Ve'ezuhi Rishusayachid. And after it says the two cases, it says again, Zuhi Rishusayachid. Why again? Lamutei had Rav Yehuda. It's coming to exclude from Rav Yehuda's opinion. Rav Yehuda is a b'raise, this is a Mishnah in. Uh, Erevin, over there, Rabbi Yehuda has a unique opinion regarding Rishus HaYachid. The beginning of that Mishnah, it says that if a person is traveling under an overpass, so he says, under an overpass, it's a Rishus HaYachid. You have the two walls on the side, which is two walls are Rishus HaYachid, and then you have the overpass, and he applies a rule which is called Pitikra Yered Visaisim. Once you have a roof above you, it's as if the two edges of the roof are coming down and enclosing you inside. So you have walls from all four sides, the two physical walls and the two imaginary walls or the, the, the din walls, let's call them, that come from the overpass above you. So that, that's the f- beginning of that, uh, of that Mishnah or B'raise that, that it brings over there in the Erevin. Then Abiyudi even says, furthermore, if you just are walking through the Rishus Rabim, seemingly a Rishus Rabim, and there are walls on, bo- on both sides, walls from houses, walls from buildings, whatever it is that are on both sides of the Rishus Rabim. Two walls, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is, is what makes something menateire into a Rishus HaYachid. There could be thousands of people traveling through, it doesn't matter. Menateire, what makes something a Rishus HaYachid, are the two walls on the side. So over there it says, the Tanya, yes, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda has said even a greater Chiddush. If you have houses which have provide walls on two sides of the Rishus Rabbim, so then, it's already a Rishus HaYachid. However, you can't carry in that space. So what do you have to do? Huh? Doesn't make a difference. So you have a Lechi. A Lechi is a side post. Right, an Erev, as we'll learn in Mitzvah and Mitzvah the Erevin, there are two parts to an Erev. There's the Lechi, the side post, and there's the Kaira, which is the beam that goes across, or the string that goes across. So over here, in this place where it's really a Rishus HaYachid Menatayra, so all you have to do to be, to be matta to carry there is, either you place a Lechi Mikan, the Lechi Mikan, or you place two cross beams on both sides, and that is the heker that Chachamim made, a takana that you should be able to carry there. And then, you can carry inside over there, and it has the halach of Rosh Hashanah That's Rabbi Yehuda. Amrulai, the Chachamim argued and said to him, 
the Eidov does not work. You can't make an Eidov in Rishul Sarabim. In other words, Chachamim are telling him, this is not a Rishul Sayyachid Minatayra. This is not a case where an Eidov will work because it's a regular Rishul Sarabim. Thousands of people are carrying, uh, are, are, are uh, traveling through. The two walls are not enough for Rishul Sarabim. You need more than two walls. You need three walls or four walls, as we'll see in a moment. So therefore, an Eidov will not work over here. So our Braise that said, Zuhi Rishul Sayyachid Gemura was coming to exclude from Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Now the Gemara adds, uh, adds another detail. <coughs> Why did the Braise add the word Gemura? That only when you have the ditch in the ground or the platform, this is the Rishul Sayyachid Gemura. Because I would think to say, maybe the Rabbanon don't argue on the Rabbi Yehuda 100%. Keeply get Rabbanon regarding what aspect of this place that only has two walls. Do they argue on Rabbi Yehuda? Hanemili <coughs> letaltol to to be allowed to carry in that space, inside that space, to be allowed to carry there. Avalizray, but to throw from outside into that space, maidule. Maybe they would be maidule that this is a rishusayachid. Maybe they were only arguing and saying that midrabbanon. They consider this to be a Rishasarab and they didn't allow to make an aid of here. But maybe they do agree to Rabbi Yehuda's premise that Minatayra, two walls, make a Rishasayachid. They were just arguing regarding the aid of to be allowed to throw into it, to take from Rishasarabim into the space. Kamash Malon, therefore the Braise says, Zui Rishasayachid Gemura. So Rashi says, the Pshad of the word Gemura is only when you have four walls, then you have the completion of the enclosure that you need for Rosh Hashayachid. If you have two, you didn't complete the enclosure and therefore it's not a Rosh Hashayachid. So there's a Machlaikas Rishayim, what is the amount of walls you need for Rosh Hashayachid? The opinion of most Rishayim is that you only need three walls. You have three walls, that's the Rosh Hashayachid. Hashem the Rambam's opinion is that you have to have four. Four walls are what makes the Rosh Hashayachid Menatayra. That's a Machlaikas Rishayim, which the Gemara does not spell out clearly. In the Lashon of the Brais, it would seem you need four. Because it talks about a ditch which is surrounded with four walls. It talks about a platform which is also considered to be surrounded with four walls. Right? Then it talks about Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, which says two walls. So we're saying we're excluding Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, which is two walls, and the Braise said four walls. What's with three? The Gemara never says anything clearly. So mostly Shaidim hold that three is also a Rosh Minatayra. Omama, going on to the next part of the Braise. It spoke about the Rishusarabim. Zui Rishusarabim Lumutimai. It said, This is a Rishusarabim. What is it coming to exclude? Lumute Idrach Rabbi Yehuda. It's coming to exclude another opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. And here Rabbi Yehuda says, Benegea to Rishusarabim. The Tanan, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, and what this is talking about is, then they would have well waters, that, the wells of, that were in the middle of the road for the people to be able to use for water as they're traveling, to be able to drink. So this is a takana that Chachamim made over here regarding people that were oiler regal. They were coming from a far distance, coming to Yerushalayim, and they're traveling a long distance, and they want to have water available for them to drink on the way. Even if they have to stop on Shabbos on the side of the road, they should have water available for them right over there. So what do you do? The problem is the actual well itself has a status of the Shusayachid. The well is 10 Tvachim deep, and it's 4 by 4 Tvachim wide, so the water inside the well is coming from the Shusayachid, so you can't draw the water out of the well to be able to drink from there. So what do you do? So you have to create some kind of an enclosure for the water of the well to be able to be used. What kind of an enclosure do you make? You're going to build a whole structure of a, a whole house around this well? It's not necessarily practical. 
it's right by the road, so it's not, you can't do that. So what do you do? You take L, an L-shaped uh, uh, boards and you put them at the corners. At the four corners, an L-shape of a tefach on each side. And as long as you have that, that L-shape of the tefach on each side by all four corners, that's an enclosure. It has the halacha. I think it's called a mod. Okay. So, so then it's an enclosure, and in that space, it's a reshus and you could draw the water from the well, and you could drink. So Rabbi Yehuda says, If even after you place those boards at the corners, at the four corners, the Rabbim are still passing through, you have to move the traffic of the Rabbim away that they shouldn't pass through that area. If they're passing through that area, then those four enclosures that are at the corners are not going to be good. The Chachamim argue and say, It's not necessary. Once you have those enclosures at the corners, even if the Rabbim passes through, it doesn't matter. It has a din of Rishus HaYachit. Rabbi Yehud over here seems to be saying sort of an opposite to what he said before. Rabbi Yehuda before said, you have two walls, and the Rabbim is traveling through, it's Rishus HaYachit. So he's not concerned about the fact that the Rabbim travels through. Over here you have the corners, an enclosure at the corners, and the fact that the Rabbim passes through there, Rabbi Yehuda says that takes away its status from being a Rishus HaYachit, and you have to move the traffic on the side. The Gemara in Erevin discusses this question, we'll get the Mitzvah to the Gemara in Erevin in not so long, and we'll see what the Gemara answers there. Zakti Gemara Vaiter. Now, my Kodile Gemura, why here does it add the word Gemura? I did the Tana Reisha Gemura, Tani Nami Sefer Gemura. The word Gemura here doesn't add anything in the understanding of the Rishus Rabim. It said it in the Reisha regarding Rishus Yachid, so it says it here as well. Frek the Gemara, Velach Shevnami Midbar. Why do we not include a desert? As a place which is a Rishus Rabim, the Hatanya, we learned in Abraise, Ezehir Rishus Rabim, Sratye which is the, uh, the big highway that goes from one city to another, Platya Gedela, the big plaza, Umavoy, Zamafaloshan, open city streets that goes into the highway, and then the Braisa adds, Vahamidbar, a desert is also a Shusarabim, so why don't we count a desert here? Amar Abaye, Abaye answers, Lakashia, it's not a question. Kam, Bizman, Shisrol, Shruim, Vahamidbar, the, the Braisa that mentions the desert as a Midbar, as a Shusarabim, is when Yidim wore in the Midbar, so then you had the Eden there, so that made it to Rishus Arabim. Kam and here we're talking about Bizman when nobody is living and tra- traveling, there's no way you have thousands of people traveling in the Midbar, so therefore it's not Rishus Arabim. This piece of Gemara here is the source for the opinion of many Rishayim that say that the only way you have Rishus Arabim is if you have 600,000 people traveling through. Taisva says that over here. That Rizman, when Yidin wore in the Midbar, it's not only that you had thousands of people there, you had 600,000 people there. So because it says Midbar, only Bizman Shisrael, Shruyim Ba Midbar, that means that it's required to have 600,000 people there. The Rebbe actually adds even more in Arashima, the Rebbe writes, what's the Pshat in the answer to the Gemara? The Braise that said Midbar is talking about when Yidin were there. So why does the Braise mention Midbar? We have a cloud, Maida Hava Hava. This is something that happened thousands of years ago. Why would the Braise include Midbar if it has no relevance for Halacha today? Because today there's no thousands of people in a Midbar. Elamai the Rebbe says the answer is this Gufa. The Braise was writing Midbar and it was speaking about when Yidin were there to teach me the Halacha, the requirement of 600,000 people there. That's Lashon of Teisviz and Hanami. But Teisviz is not the only source. There are many Rishayim that hold of this. The Alter Rebbe and Shulchan Aruch brings both opinions. And the Alter Rebbe says you could be Mekel. And you could be machmer, and Yirei Shemayim should be machmer. 
that even if there's no 600,000 people, you could consider the place to be Yerusha Sarabim. So that's, that's what the Rebbe says in parentheses. Yerushalayim should be machmer. But there's definitely, you could re, in, in certain cases of need, you could rely on the fact that today most streets don't have 600,000 people and therefore it's not Yerushalayim. Now how exactly you define the 600,000 people is complicated. You have to actually have 600,000 people traveling through that street every single day. Is it enough that the area has 600,000 people dwelling in that city and therefore potentially 600,000 people travel through that area? It's a In Manhattan, you definitely have uh, areas where 600,000 people travel through every single day. But a place like Eastern Parkway, I'm not 100% sure about that, even according to the opinions. Huh? It's not. Even the George Washington Bridge doesn't have that many people. Doesn't have that many people traveling every day? Okay. They. I just want to go weiter. I just want to add one more point that the Rebbe brings in this Gemara. The Rambam learns the Pshat and the Gemara the exact opposite. The Rambam says, Bizman shruim midbar, then it does not have the din of Rishos Arabim. Bizman Azeh, today it does have the din of Rishos Arabim. The Rambam, because the Rambam, when he brings down the cases of Rishos Arabim, the Rambam includes midbar. A midbar today, which is an open area for anybody to enter into, has the halacha of Rishos Arabim. The Rambam learns, when the Eden were there, in that area where the Eden were, so there was grass, there were trees, that says, that's what it says in the Medrash, there was all kinds of things going on in the Midbar. So over there, it didn't necessarily have the halacha of Rishos Arabim. There were the particular streets, the particular areas that they traveled through that had the halacha of Rishos Arabim. But the Gemara is saying that when Yidin were there, you can't make a blanket statement that the Midbar is Rishos Arabim. Mashenkem bizman azeh, when the Midbar is open for anybody to enter into, it is Rishos Arabim. Rambam holds the Pshat in the Gemara as Punkt Fakert. And the Rebbe says the reason why the Rambam learned that way is because to say that the Braisa mentioned Midbar, Lagabi a case which doesn't exist, why would the Braisa mention that? The Rebbe says another interesting vart, according to other Rishayim that say that Midbar, Bismarazza is not a Rishusarabim, so why did the Braisa mention it? Because there's a Navua in Yishaya that says, when Yidna are going to come back to Eretz Yisrael, we're going to again travel through a Midbar the way it was then. So because we're going to go again through the Midbar HaGadl, the way it was then, that's what the Braith was talking about. It's going to be Negei again when we come to Eretz Yisrael, Asad Lavai. The Tana said before, So it said, it said the, the halacha of Maitzi and Machnes and the Einish that you get. It's obvious that you chayev chatas, b'meizid, onish, kares, v'niskal, it's trechele. And for the Gemara, take, when you get to the chayev chatas, it's poshet, it's a malacha on Shabbos, and we know that you chayev chatas. The only thing that was necessary to teach me is the second part. What's the Chiddush? That's also Pashit. He did a Malach on Shabbos. The Chiddush is as follows. Rav said, I found a hidden scroll. So Rav was Rabchiyah's secretary. So he was patching around in his papers and he found some kind of a hidden scroll. What did it say over there? So Rashi explained, why was it a hidden scroll? Because Amal, they did not write down Divrei Teireh. And even if they did have to write down a Torah Shabbat Peh, that is. And even if they did write down Torah Shabbat Peh, they hid it because it shouldn't be for the Rabbim. So what did it say in this hidden scroll? The Kosov Ba, Isi ben Yehuda Oime, Ovis Malachis, Mem Chaser Achas. Ovis Malachis are 40 minus 1. The Eina Chayev Ela Achas. And you only Chayev once. That's what it says in the scroll. So the Gemara will explain what, this, what, what, what is the meaning of this statement. Aini, this is not true. Well, now we learned in the Mishnah, Ovis Malachis, Mem Chaser Achas. 
is there's 39 malachas, and the question was asked, Minyana, Lamali, why does the Tana give a number? If a person does all 39 malachas in Shabbos, he's chayiv on all of them. So you see that you're chayiv not once, but 39 times. Ella Ema, rather, what was written in this Megillah Stadim was different. Eina Chayev Al Achas Mehen. There's one of the 39 Malachas that you're not Chayev Skilan. You're Chayev Achatas, but for some reason, one of the 39 Malachas you're not Chayev Skilan. And we don't know which one it is. And for Hakamash Malam, but the Chiddush over here regarding Haitzah is Ha Mehanach Deloy Misapkan. Haitzah is a malacha that we for sure know Yechayv Skilan. Haitzah is a malacha that's written Befedish in the Teireh. Regarding this malacha, there's no suffix. That was the Chiddush of this Braise. But regarding the other 38, according to this Megillah Stadim, there is a suffix if Yechayv Skilan or not. Mekayshish huh? is also Lechayda written Befedish. Uh, but it's a is what the Mekayshish was. Okay. Otherwise.